Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off limits. All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I want to first start off by saying we are rolling into the week with Valentine's Day and happy Valentine's Day. I wasn't one who was much for celebrating it. It's such a hallmark holiday. It's something we should celebrate all the time. However, when I started talking with people about their stories and why they celebrate it and what it means to them, it's kind of cute. And some of the reasonings are really romantic or sweet gestures even family orientated. Like one of my friends, they make cute boxes for their children and it means something to them. So love can be celebrated in so many ways that it doesn't have to look like just a romantic partner relationship. It can be family, kids, sisterly, brotherly. It can be any type of relationship you just want to give love to. And in fact, this season, really any season, my fiance and I, we have never really celebrated Valentine's Day. We do little things, but it's not something we celebrate. Probably because our anniversary is really close to this date that we just celebrate more on our anniversary than anything. However, now that we have a daughter, I am doing something really cute between them for her because I find that it's going to start a tradition that is going to grow and become something amazing. So traditions are going to be something that they always celebrate. I want you guys to always celebrate your tradition, so I'm recognizing it before it even happens. We're a little behind this week, so I actually am just going to tattle on myself and let you know I am recording this on the actual day I am posting it. So we're a little behind schedule. You know, mom life, mom things. However, I am actually switching this week and next week's podcast around. I am going to do what to do when miscommunication happens. Because I find that I'm having this happen a lot to me this month. And it's kind of ironic that this segment, this month, this podcast that I'm doing is on communication and all of these things are coming to me because I'm having a lot of miscommunication hit me and it's been really uncomfortable. And I want to know, like, I bet you guys too, you've been in a position where you're trying to communicate with somebody and it doesn't go right or it doesn't go as planned. And it's uncomfortable and it's awkward. And you know the culprit a lot of the times? It's this stupid day and A's text message. Text message can be the worst sometimes. It can be the best and it can be the worst. And it's funny, like I have people telling me, well, you're taking what I'm saying out of context. And it's hard when I have a million balls I'm juggling in the air with being a mom, working two jobs, keeping afloat everything, maintaining the house, just Everything that goes on that when I have personal time to focus on my friendships, I sometimes feel like I'm multitasking during that time frame. And with that being said is I'm reading messages and what I think is coming at me is not coming at me apparently. And it's hard because what I, when I thought I knew somebody and the way they talk, apparently I'm being told I don't. 
And so that's really hard. And I, you know, you start getting in your own head and you start thinking, what did, you know, you start blaming yourself, you know, miscommunication can go one of two ways. You can sit there and you can blame yourself and you can think, why am I the problem? What's wrong with me? And then, you know, they start attacking you and you start feeling like shaming, you start shaming, or it can go in a complete opposite way, which has happened to me this month too, is you, you go completely angry and you're all like, you feel attacked. And you know, like when you get attacked, you get pushed in the corner, what's going to happen? You're going to come out swinging. You're going to come out wanting to fight. And guys, y'all know I'm an Aries. I'm a fire sign. I am literally a Taurus rising. I am a bullheaded, stubborn person. I will fight and I try really hard to find the most aligning way. And I have to constantly slow down. I thank my fiance in advance because he is always there as I am a volcano rupturing in midair to tell me to breathe, take a step back, calm down, don't respond. He's very good to put me in check with don't respond. And that is huge. A big part right now is that I'm going to talk on don't respond, don't engage. If you feel yourself this volcano and you're volcanoing over and you're having these feelings of like you're going to rupture and you're going to have this spillover, don't respond. The last thing you want to do is say something hurtful, something mean, something you regret, something that you shouldn't say to somebody. You can't take words back. You can't even take actions back either. That you can apologize, you can try and make up for it. But once it's imprinted on somebody, it's imprinted on somebody. And that is not a way you want a relationship to be, no matter what it is. Your relationship of love or a friendship that you really admire. Whatever it is, you want to take your time and process. A lot of times what I do is I kind of reference back to the four agreements. There's a story in the back of the book, which I think I've mentioned on numerous podcasts, about a boy coming up to an old man that's standing by a lake, and he sees a bright light shining over his head, and he wants that same light. And he goes up to the old man, and he asks, how does he get it? And he says, you get, you get it by sharing your love. Like, to be... So loving and compassionate to somebody, even at their worst moments, is really living in the four agreements because you shouldn't be taking things personal. You know, you shouldn't think that this is about you. And that's hard. It's really hard because we're humans and we have faults and we have things that have pushed us to feel like it is our fault or old scenarios that have happened to us that we go into fight or flight mode. And that's really hard. So when something is miscommunicated, or something is directly communicated in a way that hurts, that ends up being a miscommunication. Because if you end up taking a step back, giving time for what I call the dust to settle, and you allow space between you and that person, you can come back around and talk about it, how they felt, how you felt, and find an aligning position of what feels better for the friendship. That is truly something that can be hard to do because it takes a lot of communication to do that. And as sometimes females, sometimes males, we're not going to gender associate it because it could be anybody, there are grudges that get held. And that is the hardest part is you got to let go of the grudge. You got to forgive and let go. 
And that can be hard because the words that was said in a heated moment can be hard to let go of. Once you learn to let go of that heated area and you guys move into an aligned topic of how to better resolve the miscommunication, it gets better. The thing that takes practice is finding the right way to communicate. Text message with me and a few people are not a good suit. There are tones that get mispresented. There are words that get mispresented. There's a lot of things that get misrepresented. And it's not fair for either party, myself or the other person. And that just shouldn't be the way to communicate. And however many times we say we're going to change the communication, we're going to make the communication better, it never works out. I don't know why. And that's why I am being raw and real with you guys today. I can sit here and say I'm an expert on how to solve miscommunication. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm telling you what I do in a miscommunication. I'm telling you how it affects me. And if you guys are listening to this and you've had a lot of bad miscommunication in other ways and you found solutions that help you, please share them. And I'll share them uh, next week on the podcast so that way everybody can have a solution in different aspects. I find it super important that we all kind of band together because we're all different people. We all have different personalities. So what one solution is going to work for me may not work for somebody else. Or the way one person sees something, the other person is not going to see it that way at all either. It's going to be very different. Miscommunication can happen even in a professional setting. I had that happen when I worked for a corporate office. Emails were sent because it had a direction of a certain text. It didn't sound professional. And then it gets brought up to the main source, the main manager. And they get you get called in and you get asked what this was all about. And you're just looking at your manager like, nothing. It wasn't about anything. However... <clears throat> The employee on the receiving end took it as something. The employee on the receiving end was offended somehow. And that is a hard way of miscommunicating. That is why they actually develop communication courses. So you can communicate in an effective way that doesn't present it unprofessionally. That you can present your message with grace and sophistication. And it doesn't get sent up to management. There are times where you can leave a voicemail on somebody's message machine and it sounds frantic and it sounds like something's wrong. And in your head, you could feel like something's wrong. You could feel like the world's ending or your problem feels so big, you need that person's attention right now. But then when they call and you start talking it out, they go, that was it? That's all that message was about? And you realize how small and crazy it may sound that, yeah, that's, that's exactly what the problem was about because to you it felt so big, but to them it wasn't that big. There's so many ways miscommunication can be interpreted. And through my experience, I texted my fiance one time that I was in a situation and I was like, oh, well, shit hit the fan. And excuse my language on here for saying that, but it just is what it is, how I speak. And he legit thought I was in trouble. And so he calls me, blows my phone up, and I start telling him what happened because in my book, 
I felt like it was bad. And he goes, babe, I thought something really bad happened to you. I was like, that was really bad. He goes, no, 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 this is really bad. And he gives me a scenario. And I was like, oh, no, that didn't happen. So to him, his bad and my bad were two different bads. It was a miscommunication. However, when we had the opportunity to talk about what each scenario was to one another, now I won't tell him shit hit the fan unless I know that's what his scenario looks like in his head. I will tell him, hey, look, this is what's going on. I need somebody to talk to. And that's what he told me he needs me to say so he doesn't, so he knows I'm not in trouble. He knows this isn't a 911 call where he has to come save me. So again, when you miscommunicate, it gives you an opportunity to have open communication to effectively address what's going on and how to better it. Now, when I say you guys miscommunicate and you heard what the way my fiance and I handle miscommunication, it takes two parties to tango. If one party is the only one tangoing, it is really, really hard to get something correct. If one party is doing all the communication, it's really hard. And I also want to preference that with saying, be open-minded to what the other party is going through. Because I know a lot of friends have contacted me, and as moms out there will know, when you have a newborn or a baby and you're a first-time mom and you're trying to find the balance in life, it can be really hard to get back to people. It can be really hard to carve in that time frame X amount of minutes to talk to somebody. And you have to take your windows of opportunity when you can. And that is my biggest struggle right now is finding the balance. And the friends out there that get it and are there for me and just show up when they need to or when I need them to, thank you. I'm just broadcasting this out loud. Thank you for the friends that aren't getting it for me. And who are thinking I'm withholding from them, I'm changing, something's wrong with me, I'm different. All of the things that I'm being blamed for, please understand I am different because I'm trying to figure it out. And that is a miscommunication. I'm using a podcast to communicate, even though I've tried communicating in other aspects. I just am trying to preference that miscommunication comes in a lot of different ways. And you can re-communicate it all you want. But if both parties aren't willing to put yourself in the other person's shoes and realize what that other person is coming from and what they're saying, it's not going to get any better. My fiance and I make communication happen because I put myself in his shoes and I see, oh, that's the scenario in his head when I say that. Okay, I need to be more cautious when I use that term and only say it when he, when that references to his scenario. And then he puts himself in my shoes and then he sees where I'm coming from in the type of partner I need. And then he tells me, okay, when you need me in that aspect, communicate it this way to me so I know how to show up. That is how you take a miscommunication and you communicate. If one party is the only one putting themselves in their shoes or vice versa, it's going to miscommunicate all the time. And don't get me wrong. There might be relationships that one person may be changing and the relationship's going to look really different. And if that's the case, communicate it out. Find the balance between. And if you guys can't find a balance, if there isn't a way to satisfy both parties, 
then in my humblest opinion, I feel it's a time to agree to disagree, to just take a break. I had a friend of mine about maybe five years ago, I want to say, her and I had a lot of miscommunication. And in fact, back then we were both in way different areas of our life that we didn't really communicate well. We just kind of stopped talking to one another. We knew the friendship was there, but we never really talked. I guess you can say our friendship went two separate directions, right? However, this year, we have found that our circle came full back and we are right back where we picked right back off on. And I have found myself apologizing to her because situations have happened to me and I straight tell her, hey, look, I'm really sorry for back in the day. I didn't realize that. And now it's happening to me and I realize it and I didn't treat you so well. And I recognize it and I apologize to her. So if you're in a miscommunication in a relationship in your life and this time frame. Give it time. Give it space. Don't choke it to death so hard that you lose somebody that you actually care about. If my friend and I didn't take a step back and just learn to breathe, we probably would have lost each other as friends because we would have suffocated each other out really, really hard. So when you're miscommunicating, take a break, take a breath, take a space, take a route, take a Take whatever you can because if that person means something to you and you don't want to be offensive and you don't want to be mean and you don't want to go a different direction, take a break. Just take a break from it and revisit it in a different time frame because you may be in a different state of emotion. They may be in a different state of emotion and it will get better. And if it doesn't, then you were shown what isn't meant for you in your life. And that isn't a miscommunication. It's a redirection. And it isn't a rejection either. It's a redirection. Everything in life is a redirection. The only way somebody sees something as a rejection is when you put such a negative stance on it. But when you realize that all good things come to you, it redirects you in a position that can better your life. So I know I kind of went in multiple different aspects this week on it. And I know it may not be the solution of what you're trying to listen to in this podcast of, I thought we were going to find ways of resolving miscommunication. Maybe you did. I can tell you that there are a lot of things you can do for miscommunication, but everybody is different and you have to fit it to what best suits that person and what suits best in that scenario. And the biggest thing is don't hold grudges. Don't choose a toxic way of responding to hurt somebody. Take a break, redirect, and just love. Share and give love. Put yourself in that person's shoes and take a break. Next week, I will be addressing why we need communication, which is what I was going to do this week. But because of everything happening this month, I just dove straight into week three. So swapped week two and week three. Uh, Next week, we'll go into why we need it. And I hope you, everybody out there, you all have a great Valentine's Day. If you're someone celebrating on your own by chance, then call it a self-care day and give yourself the most love you can because there's nobody out there who's going to love you more than you. I hope you guys have a really great week. I want to thank you all for listening, sharing, contributing, everything you do for the podcast, sending big hugs your way. Have a great week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, 
and share so others can enjoy just like you.